You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go Bucks! Yo! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Live. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. Trying to get a, uh, a late inning earbud replacement. Uh, with me, we have Jim Rosati and Tyler. Tyler, Jim, can't hear you, but what's up, everyone? It's a North Shore 9 difference. <laughs> Good evening, guys. <laughs> Good evening. So you're coming through my sit here a little bit. Um, Jim, let's just sit here in <laughs> silence can't get the and see what yeah. does. Yeah. Hold on. Let's just, yeah. Just not say anything. Just stare at him. No, I'm talking. I'm talking. This is a great. This is a great job. Everyone's the two people that are like, you know what? We don't want to watch football. We'll watch NS9 live instead. Are like, yeah, let's let's watch the Cowboys now. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Why won't this go on? I don't know what you're talking about. It's not that Don't complicated. Either. My my earbud, the 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 piece on it. Oh my god! It should just snap on. So Tyler, how's your day been going? It's one day closer to Friday, Jim, and one day closer to the real football. We got some true. big games this weekend. I mean, guys, Oregon. Big games this weekend. Um, big game tonight. I mean, NFL starts tonight, so that's pretty cool. Also, why we're part of why we're recording early. Yeah, it recording is. early so we can watch that. Um, <laughs> when's uh, when's your fantasy football slash gambling podcast going to start, Tyler? We're looking at twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. Okay. Yeah, around the time that sports betting comes legal in o- in Ohio. It is kind of crazy, I guess. Well, how far are you from Pennsylvania? Like, how far of a drive? Probably the closest way to Pennsylvania is probably like 20 minutes. So if you like really had to, you could just get in your car, drive across the state, the state line. Yeah. I go back. I work probably 10 minutes for West Virginia. Gotcha. No, it was nice Monday, but after work, like I don't want to drive across the border and go place a bet. Yeah. No, it was nice Monday here. I was across the river in Indiana. So, you know, I was able to bet. Um, I was able to put some bets in while I was over there. So that was, that was nice, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what we're, we're going to be like the last state to get it. I think it's pretty much been approved in Ohio, but they can't get it through Senate. Stupid Senate. Just let me bet legally. So I don't have to use an offshore account. Right. Yeah. Right. That'd be nice. It's it's coming to Florida if it's not already. I don't even know. I don't think so, but it's coming. Um, like I'm trying to give the state money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is like, you know, not typically what you want to do. I uh odd story. I took a screenshot because I was like, what is this? So I got a phone call today from Sports Service in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I answered it. And it was like I said, it was really, really strange. But uh, you know, those you know how it's like a like not so much a recording, but like there was this delay, and then someone came on the line. So like it was definitely like a robocall or something. And the guy comes on the line. He's like, "Hey, this is I didn't get his name, but blah 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 from sports accounts or something like that." Uh, I have a question for you, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." And the reason I answered too, I saw sports services. I don't know if it's like some opportunity for North Shore Nine by any means or something. You know, normally I wouldn't answer that, but I'm like, I don't know Philadelphia sports. Let's answer, find out. Guy calls me, goes. Uh, so I'm interested to know, do you, do you, uh, gamble on sports? 
And I said, no. And he hung up on me. <laughs> that was the end of the call. He was like, loser. <laughs> I was like, what the, what, WTF, what, what was this about? But yeah, that guy just called me. He's like, do you gamble on sports? I said, no, and he hung up. I guess Sounds I was in his market right. right there. Maybe he was recruiting. Maybe he was a bookie. He was recruiting people. Uh, that could be. <laughs> Aside from that, we got 22 games left. 22 games left. Thank oh. God. <laughs> yeah. Well, Misery is almost over. I think Jim answered it right there. I was going to ask you. So, right. There is 22 games left. You'll hear the theme of our show today is kind of like the, the rest of the year. We're going to talk and give some of our players what we want to see from them the rest of the year. But with just 22 games remaining, October 3rd being the last game versus the Reds at 3.05 p.m. But who's counting? Are you guys kind of anxious for this game, this game, this season to be over at this point? Yes. Um, there's still some things I want to see, but yeah, I mean, the baseball has gotten really bad. The games aren't really very entertaining anymore. Um, other things are starting, right? So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of ready for this season to just get over, uh, get done with it. No more injuries, and let's move on to the offseason. It's not so much that I'm ready for it to end, although I am. I'm more ready to get on to the offseason. Right, because, I mean, with the way the team is currently constructed, right, there's not really a whole lot to be excited about (laughs) right now. So it's like, let's get to the part where, like, stuff might happen. (laughs) It's, It's like when at the beginning or, like, in June when we're waiting on the deadline. Yep. It's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. I'm like in the middle of both of you. I feel exactly like how Tyler says the ba- well, like Jim says, the baseball is bad. And it, it is. I there's been some interesting moments. Like that Cubs series was was entertaining, but it was entertaining because of really how bad the baseball was, right? It was almost just it was it's a disgrace to watch. But uh, you know, and then you have games like last night where it was just boring. Just very boring. And that's seemed to be more of the theme lately, like boring games, at least at the beginning part of the year, we talked about how oh, the pirates are bad, but the games were kind of entertaining, right? They were interesting to watch. That's gone. And then on the other side of it is the fact, like how Tyler said, is for the most part, I feel like I've seen mostly what I need to see of this year, right? I mean, there's only 22 games. I don't think much is going to really change your mindset in 22 games, even though we're going to talk about what we want to see <laughs> happen for the rest of the year. But, uh, I think I've pretty much seen the, mostly what I need to see. I'm ready to just move forward to 2022. Like, let's talk off season. Let's make some moves. Let's make some transactions. Because to me, this season's getting kind of stale. Stale is a very good way to put it. Yeah. And, and you mentioned boring. Like, the other thing, too, is like some of these games are just, they're taking forever. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, Sunday, Sunday's game took so long. It was yeah. a four hour and 12 minute game. I mean, it's weird. Like go, you have a Sunday afternoon Pittsburgh. game, Sunday afternoon game, game's over and like your entire day's done with. Like that's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, but that's what happens, you know, when, you know, you, you get to this stage of the year and you've got these teams who, you know, most of these teams suck, right? There's only a handful of teams that basically are still you know, playing for a playoff spot right now. Right. Yeah. Which is so you've the got these teams. Right. So you've got these teams who are playing for a playoff spot. You've got everybody else who's just done given up. And these teams that have given up their pitching staffs are so terrible, right? They're they've starting pitchers. They're going three, they're three innings tops. Right. So then you end up throwing seven relief pitchers every, every outing. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's getting a little ridiculous because uh, they just take forever. Bullpen, bullpen, all these relief pictures. I don't know what you're doing to our our faces here on the screen. Yeah, I just realized I had the calendar <laughs> up over you guys. It's, it's officially moved now. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? But uh, no, the games just are taking forever. They're boring, like you said. If they are entertaining, it's it's because it's so bad that it's entertaining. So yeah, let's let's get this season over with. Move on to yeah. next year. We're not seeing, we don't really see the young guys that we're maybe hoping to see at this point. 
that's another thing. There's these September call-ups, like there, there's nothing exciting about them. No, I, I don't. I'm good on not seeing Hoy Park anymore. Yoshi's the only entertainment, probably. Right. I mean, that's that's correct. I think Hoy Park needs the at-bats, right? Like Ben Charrington should see more of him. But I no longer am saying <laughs> I'm anticipating and excited to see Hoy, Hoy Park, right? Whereas Yoshi, like, okay, give me Yoshi. Let's every single day because I'm excited because he's going to hit a home run and probably give you something very, very interesting to watch in the field. So, <laughs> so like, I'm excited for Yoshi. Hoy Park, I've I've lost my luster for. Yeah, it's different if we have like Swaggerty up here right now. Mm-hmm. Granted, that's probably the only one. Maybe Mason Martin, even though I'm not excited at all about him. But just something different. Right. Really, for the most part, it's been the same guys all year with a sprinkle of dog shit. Oh, I mean, more than a sprinkle. There's been a lot of those. <laughs> There's, I mean, this team, I, I, I forget the counting number now, but how many pitchers has the Pirates used this year? Are we, you know, we're into the 40s now, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're well into the 40s as far as players. It's a minor miracle that they've made it this far without that many Tommy Johns. That is true. I guess that would, that's what happens when you don't have good stuff and you're throwing. Stuff Which that's a positive plus. thing. That's good that there's not all those Tommy Johns. Stuff plus. Stuff plus. Yeah, no. The, 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 yeah, no Tommy Johns have been good. No Tommy Johns since the beginning of the actual season. So mm-hmm. knock on wood. Keep that up. Avoided, hopefully, with... Well, I'm not even going to say... Well, I guess I have to now. Yuri and Bronzy. Yeah. Right. Hopefully avoided those two. Because if those two go down next year, might be in the shitter too. Oh, I mean, yeah. If, if you have Tommy John at this point in the year, you're done for next year. Oh, I know. I'm saying so, those yeah. are two guys that you're hoping to be in the rotation at some point, hopefully next year. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. If, yeah, you want to make sure that they're healthy. Right. So, like, the one caveat with the remaining 22 games is there are three series versus the Reds. So, Pirates-Reds series are kind of usually interesting, not so much for the performance, but uh, I don't know how much bad blood's really in there still. Uh, But, again, the Reds are also a playoff team, so Pirates can potentially play spoiler with them. Uh, They also play the Phillies. They play the Cubs. They play the Marlins. And this upcoming series tomorrow against the Nationals. So also a lot of bad teams they play. So more uninspiring yeah. baseball. Hey, though, well, you Juan bring- Soto will be <laughs> will be uh, at the game next three days. What you was do the bring a good point, though. What, for wins? Yeah. I think it was like what, the Vegas one. Yeah. I think Vegas had like 59 and a half. 10 and 12 the rest of the way, Denardo? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because even though all this. these other teams stink, <laughs> so do the Pirates. <laughs> I will say this. like The one bright spot, I, I would love to see the Pirates have a hand in the Reds missing the playoffs. And that's a few few reasons here. First off, I just I hate the Reds. Um, I don't want them to make the playoffs. And two, like I would, I much rather want to see the Padres in that wild card game over the Reds. Like no one wants to see the Reds over the Padres in a wild card game. So please let's 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 do our part. Take a few games, maybe win four out of those nine games against the Reds, right? And help San Diego clinch that that second wild card spot. <laughs> That's what we need to happen. I mean, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. You know, there's one thing. If you're going to be a bad team this time of the year, you at least want to try to play spoiler. And what better team to do it than not only just even an in-division team, it's the, but it's the Reds of all teams. Like Not even the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals are definitely another team that you would like to see. Um, but again, just the bad blood between the Reds and the Pirates these past few years. I would love for the Pirates to do something. And then, you know, Amari Garrett just gets all pissed off again and, and runs towards a dugout, and, you know. And then Yasel Puig just appears out of nowhere into the fight too. And 
Amari <laughs> <Right>. Garrett. <laughs> yes, Amari Garrett. Amir Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> is he related to Stoudemire? <laughs> he is. There's is a definitely apostrophe in that E before that E too. Yeah. No, so I think that that's like the one mission I think this team has is to keep the Reds out of the playoffs. Just make shirts. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think the first or second overall pick is in play. Like the Diamondbacks and the Orioles are just too bad. Like I, I don't think you're there. I really don't think we can catch them. Um, so it's it's right now, it's like, are they gonna be third or fourth? And it's really just gonna depend on you know how how we play and the Rangers play. Um, the good but, news, yeah, though, I, top four is definitely a lock. Like top four is a lock. lock. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It, like how, we are locked into a top four pick. So let's just think this bad and like still possible. They're gonna have fourth pick. <laughs> uh, God, those like, Orioles and Diamondbacks teams are so man. bad. I can't even imagine them. Like I haven't watched any Orioles games this year, but like imagine being an Orioles fan. They're way worse than the pirates how is that even possible and if you're an orioles fan you just watch like all three of your running backs go down (laughs) (laughs) that that and you just see your team get just beat on the red Sox, yankees and blue jays just like constantly and the rays (laughs) but on top of that this is also like the third or fourth year of of watching it like at least for the pirates it's been bad but this is like Mm -hmm. the second year of really bad for the orioles they've been bad for a while are the Orioles even rebuilding, or are they just bad? They're just shredding. I mean, they have a pretty good farm system. Do they? I haven't looked. They at just it. they just like they haven't they haven't cracked the majors yet. So, I mean, really, I Frederick Mullins is like that that only that first guy to make it. But that wasn't even he wasn't really part of their like part of this rebuild. He just he just kind of appeared. Happened to <laughs> yeah, he just kind of appeared. But uh, it was like the I guess I didn't know Castle. You know, Mount Castle is probably like that first guy to to come up from that rebuild. And so, yeah, I think Adley will probably be next year. He was just brought up to AAA. So you'll you'll start seeing the guys make debuts here soon. Because it feels like they've just been perpetually terrible other than a few years here yeah. and there. Yeah, well, Curtis Davis will do that to you. Yes. But moving on from the Orioles. Yes, so the Reds, That's that does add some intrigue. But even with that, I would much rather be October 4th right now in Pirates world to just be able to evaluate the whole season, watch MLB playoffs, and then look forward to the 2022. Like, let's really start talking about 2022. Let's start talking about the offseason plans uh, and go from there. But it is what it is. We still have 22 games left to watch. So I don't know if you want to get into the segment now or if there's anything else you guys wanted to bring up and talk about. No, Just don't let it be the Orioles. It's, it's depressing enough to talk about one bad team. I was given specific instructions not to take this place off track today. <laughs> We're not talking about Jack Wilson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say Jack Wilson did win a silver slugger and shortstop in one really weird year. So going back to this team, 22 games left. <laughs> Remember when he was traded? Yeah, so <laughs> No, no I don't. No, no. <laughs> was that the was Seattle in the playoffs at all then too or were they still did that start then? All right, all right, enough of that tangent. <laughs> Tyler's really was he thinking part of the- all he right, went so to Seattle, right? And that was Ronnie Cedeno. Did he that, who yeah. got back and Jeff Clement? Yep. Okay. No. Clement was Clement wasn't him. Clement was the Snell deal, uh, wasn't it? Was, or was it? Was Jack Wilson and Snell in the same deal? Oh, actually, I think you maybe maybe you're right. I think it might have been the same deal. So that makes sense. <laughs> kind of what makes so sense angry. to have two separate deals. <laughs> yeah, because that was the same year they traded uh Freddie Sanchez or Tim Alderson. Yeah, which I really liked. But yeah, okay, then he okay, then he 20, quit doing his long cost program. Jim's seething right now. He's so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, at least Jim, we haven't done the uh, the quiet game on you for a while. So I'm just playing the quiet game on you guys. But you just spoke. You lose. All right. So one thing we want to talk about and bring up uh, today. Was again with the rest of the season, only 22 games left. Let's kind of talk and switch it up a little bit. 
So albeit there is just 22 games left of the season, if you haven't heard that for the 20th time tonight. Um, we're going to pick a batter and a pitcher and talk what do we want to see out of them for the rest of this season to head into 2022. And Tyler, I'll let you start first. So are we starting good or hit, pitchers or hitters? You choose. Just to you follow want. your path. All right. Well, then I will start this bad boy off with the guy that I really didn't want to see any more of about two years ago when they acquired him. And my pick's Chris Stratton. I want to see more Chris Stratton in this back end role. And not so much because I love Chris Stratton, but the Pirates have done so well at churning these relievers out. I mean, they just got Bryce Wilson for Rich Rod, a little bit Melanson, RIP Felipe. It's a good spot to be able to move a guy. And they're very replaceable. And for some reason, the market's still hot for them. And if you look at it, I believe Stratton has like a 630 ERA since August 1st, which is kind of when everything happened. Mm. But it's still like an 11 strikeout per nine with three walks. Really, he he's had two, three, I think, bad outings. So at this point, I'd like to see more of him in this back end role because he's specifically a guy under control. He's a little up there age-wise, but unlike Bednar, you're probably going to look to move him next year. I think he, he's far more valuable now than he was at this deadline. Yeah, I can't hate on that. That Chris Stratton was a player I was thinking of as well. Um, I like him. I like him. I'm, I'm almost like with you too. You know, he's really my opinion of him at first is very vastly different than right now. Uh, as a reliever, I think he has some really filthy stuff. So now that he's in more of a higher leverage role, per se, technically, I don't know if he'll seek and get those leverages for the rest of the year, but uh, I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, to, to just piggyback on what he on what you said, Tyler, about you know the ERA it is a little high but it is because of just a few outings right so if you actually go back to geez like mid-july right every outing he's pitched has either been scoreless or he's given up more than three runs <laughs> so he's not going out there and he's given up like a run or like two runs the the bad outings that he's having i feel like are games where like they put him in something's not right but Shelton just let's just leaves him in there anyways <laughs> right I, I mean it, it's so I, I'm not really sure I I, I kind of take those with a grain of salt a little bit um I mean we saw that against the Cubs this past weekend right they he pitched a scoreless inning then they put him back out a second inning he just clearly didn't have it but Shelton just let him stay in there to give up four hits and three runs right um so, so we're seeing that a lot, I feel like, later in the year now. But if you look, like he, he's not going out there and giving up a run, you know, so it, it's it's when things are falling apart for him. And I think if you were a regular manager managing a team who was out there cap trying to win games, he wouldn't Such have shame. actually done that. <laughs> so if you're actually a regular manager. <laughs> No, I'm like I'm serious. If you were actually a manager and you're managing serious. a team, and That's you were and you were like and you were like actually trying to win games, none of those games would have happened for Stratton. They would have realized, hey, he doesn't have it today. He would have given up one run, maybe two, instead of you know three and three and four. Um, but you look at it, all of his other games, scoreless, clean innings. Um, no, I, I like that. I like that pick. I, I like the other thing I like about clean innings. The other thing I like about it is the home run really hasn't been a problem. Mm. So you look at those bad outings. It's not like he's given up three run bombs, two homers, whatever it is. Mm. It's just, you know, a little bad luck here. Something happens. He's still at, I think a three and a half FIP, something like that. Um, I'm, I'm just intrigued at him in a back end role. I think it could net some value there next year. Yeah. Same, same. And, and it's like, when we talked about this deadline, like he could be one of the more valuable pieces. Like he's kind of under the radar type. So maybe next year, being put in that role, he could, you know, demand uh, some type of a trade. Um, and it also doesn't waste Bednar keeping him in that role. 
because if what Bednar's in that role, it's a waste. Right. He's never going to pitch. <laughs> right. Um, mini tangent here. So what I find with Chris Stratton right now, which kind of stinks, and I'll bring up a name that's going to bring up some nightmares. But uh, yes, Chris Stratton has been very Clay Holmes of 2021 right now. Like Clay Holmes is scoreless, scoreless, and give up like five earned runs, right? Scoreless, 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 five earned runs. But I think the difference is Chris Stratton has the past of being a good pitcher where Clay Holmes didn't. However, you guys know how Clay Holmes is just dominating right now in, in New York, right? Just completely yeah, just dominating, right? Like the walks are way down. The <laughs> strikeouts are up. No runs coming. He's just looking filthy for the Yankees. So, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> we need well, that five. We need is, that right? five run outing come soon. So that way they can touch you know up the ERA. The, you, you know what the difference is? Is the Yankees don't leave him in there long enough <laughs> when he is off to have a five run outing because they're they're a real team. <laughs> they have a they have a real manager, a regular. They can't. One that. They can't afford. They can't afford a relief pitcher to give up five runs. That's <laughs> never going to happen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On the uh, so far, Clay Holmes for the season, 15.2 innings pitched, 230 ERA. He's allowing 0.57 walks per nine. When he was with the Pirates, he was walking 5.36 per nine. <laughs> so... They fixed them. Hey, we got, they, they we fixed got Hoy them. Park. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we were all gloating about Hoy Park? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Hey, it's good. we got Diego, though. We're fine. Diego's looking pretty good right now in AAA. Um, so we, we, can still hold on to, we can hold on to that hope. I don't want to talk about Marcano. <laughs> I, don't want to t- I don't want to talk about Marcano. I'm tired of seeing people talk about Marcano. I'm tired of hearing hope about... Time. I'm tired of hearing Left about... The future. Bring him up and let's see what he has. We we see what he has in AAA, and it's been bad. It's been bad. <laughs> His what's, highlight package is a bunch of slap bringing him up to the major leagues. I'm being dead serious about this part too. Like this is what I'm I'm dead serious. I am over the whole. Well, put him up in the majors and see what he has. When you see what he has in AAA and it's bad, like what is that? What is going through people's minds? Like you just think, oh, we'll just bring him up and he'll be a different person. If he can't hit incompetent pitching, how's he going to go up against Zach Wheeler next weekend? But hey, he broke spring with the Padres, so I'm getting saltier and he can, saltier over that trade. And day. he can uh, and he can slap bunt very well, and he's fast. Apparently, I don't know. He is but he fast. doesn't steal bases because he's 120 pounds. So, but he doesn't. That's why he slap bunt? <laughs> but he doesn't steal bases. Uh, I, each day that passes, I don't. I, and that's the other thing too. Thank God, Adam Frazier. You know sucked. what? We we really are doing tangents. I'm sorry, Jim, but I have some tangents yeah. too. <laughs> We're only gonna. This is gonna be our only segment, right? The future and then tangents. Um. I'm I'm so sick of also people like, well, Adam Frazier now has a 55 weighted runs created plus to justify like Marcano. Like, oh, he's 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 bad now, so it's okay. What does it matter? The time of the trade, this is what he has. It's not Charrington's fault that Adam Frazier is so superstitious that him showering in the wrong shower in San Diego has now made him a terrible player. You know, like it's not his fault. Does it, it doesn't like make that trade better now? It's still, I'm sorry. I just, I didn't like the trade. I, I give him the pass because he clearly wanted him. But now that we're seeing Marcano, he's a slap butt hitter. That's what he is. That's his highlight you know, reel. You know, this podcast is like a year away from trash in Sherrington. It's, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. <laughs> calm, calm. Just, just I really do regret being so like level-headed at the deadline because I'm not a level-headed I, person. Well, see, you're not. I try to be. I try to rationalize things. Um, and I'll, I'll, like, I'll always defer. I mean, Ben Charrington is way smarter than the three of us combined. I mean, hopefully. Shelton, I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> but Charrington, I'll say he definitely is. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's like, you know what? If he saw something in Marcano, I'll at least give that to him. He sees something. So let's see what it pans out. I mean, we're still waiting, but but we're still waiting. All right. In Marcano's defense, this is the last thing I'll say. This is really his first taste of AAA pitching. Well, he went from to the majors. See what he has then. Just just call him up. I'm, I'm saying in Marcano's defense, not in any dumbass Pirates fans' defense. He this is like his first taste. He went from high A to it major is. leagues, pretty much. It is. It, it is. Do I see anything that makes me excited? Hell no. Jim just wants to watch football. Jim's just mad. He's like, you know, can I get my turn now? It's my, it's my turn. You oh, see, yeah. where's that Skip Bayless drop? <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> no, you said I, mean, I could go re- next. <laughs> just to quickly say, right? I I was never a fan of Marcano, right? But at Very the true. time of the trade deadline, um, you know, there were all these reports saying that. You know, this is somebody that Sherrington wanted in the Musgrove deal. So it's somebody he'd been eyeing for a while. So in my mind, I was, yeah. So in my mind, I was like, hey, maybe there's just, there's something here that I'm not seeing that Sherrington is. And so far, um, he's not really showing anything. And now that Musgrove deal doesn't look too hot either. Bednar is good. (laughs) He is. (laughs) He is. And, uh, and, And Andy Rodriguez looks good. I think people kind of forget he's about him. Like twenty three and an able. He's he's not though. <laughs> twenty one and an able. Yeah, which is pretty age appropriate. I'm guessing on his age at this point. Hopefully Thought he was the, like twenty. Hopefully the pirates aren't. He um, just turned twenty one. All right, low able. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Hudson let's head get, is not exciting. That's the last thing I'll say. On track. He so is it my turn to pick yeah, a player? You can pick a player now, Jim. You can uh are we on batters or pitchers? I forget who did you pick, Tyler? Oh, Stratton. Stratton. You picked Chris yeah, Stratton. We're on pitchers. All right. So we're going pitchers. Um, I'm gonna go with the 23-year-old recently acquired Bryce Wilson. Um so far, like we've seen glimpses of him being pretty good but he really hasn't put it all together yet. Uh, he's definitely like in the best stretch of his career, you know, when it comes to sustained starts, um, you know, he was kind of a spot starter for Atlanta the past really three years. He made his debut at age 20. So, you know, he's kind of been up and down, up and down, up and down. He's really now just getting his first taste of being a, in a major league rotation full time. Um, and he's, he's been, pretty good i mean he's basically been a league average pitcher um through six starts with the pirates uh which at age 23 we'll take that right um but if we're looking to see things um you know before the end of the year he should get about four more starts i would imagine uh i would like to see a couple things one he's never really been a big strikeout guy um at the major league level um, looking through the minors, he was always actually kind of more like around a strikeout per inning, right? So I, I would like to see him strike out a few more batters. Um, and really just, I, I think he's got the, the, the makeup to, to be like a workhorse type starter. Like not, not necessarily someone who's going to be like a one or two, but like a, a very competent number four starter who can go out there and give you 200 innings in a year and and basically just throws out you know two to three war three war seasons year after year right i think that's who he could be um so i'd like to see him just kind of find some more consistency um you know consistently pitch into the sixth inning at least um you know time after time and and yeah a few more strikeouts i think wouldn't wouldn't hurt i agree with you i think like you said, you need to see a little more length out of him, but at worst case, he's showing at, to this point, very small sample size that, like you said, he could be a competent major league starter, which if you get that for a closer, I think you're thrilled with that. And I mean, I'll take it. It's not, he's nothing sexy, but 
he's a guy you need in the rotation, especially if he gets to a point where he can eat up some innings. Yeah, I can't deviate much from what you guys said. You know, like when you look at the trade in itself, you're not looking for him, and you could, shouldn't expect for him to be like an ace. Um, I think where he's going to va- like if he could become like what Tyler Anderson, like you know, like Tyler, you hope for better. But if he could become Tyler Anderson, essentially, that's what you want—a guy that can eat innings and give you some quality innings. You know, I mean, Tyler Anderson by no means was bad this year. I mean, that, that says something. Like no. he was a good pitcher. I mean, the, the Seattle Mariners. Said we want Tyler Anderson and traded. Actually, there was two teams that wanted Tyler Anderson. The, the Phillies wanted him too, and screw that up. So the Mariners came in. So like, if he could become basically Tyler Anderson, like that's not a bad thing. You know, I don't say that in a bad light. Um, hope for better. Hope for better. But there's definitely value in that. Um, any tangents? We good? Hopefully we can get something like that for Chris Stratton next year. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you can ne- yeah. you can never have enough guys that are going to put up a four ERA and hopefully eat 170 innings. Well, right. Yeah. And so that's, that's also one that's guys who that might is, put up a right? three ERA. Yeah. <laughs> we can't have all of them be four yeah, ERA guys. You, yeah. At this <laughs> point, I'll take them all at four. Well, for 2021, <laughs> I'll be good with yeah. that. That's true. I'll take I'll take five numbers. I'll just four take 170 innings. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Just give me 170 because you're not that bad if you pitch that many innings for the Pirates next year. Um, all right. So the guy I am going to choose here that I it's not that I'm that 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 interested in this person, right? But if we're talking about the next 22 games, it might think too, like we said, like I said here. You know, I've basically seen, for the most part, all I've needed to out of everybody. So the way I kind of look at this is, like, guys who maybe haven't had a full season or newer or such. So, like, me, I'm kind of looking at Dylan Peters because he is newer. Uh, he does have control. Like, even though he's 29 years old, he's got a little over a year of service time. So, directly, like, he can have control with the Pirates. Um, and with that said, too, the Pirates need pitching. So does Dylan Peters provide some intrigue? Um, at the time of the trade, I said, no, I don't care about Dylan Peters. But at this point in time, seeing him pitch, he, he has been effective. Very small sample, right? But he has been effective. So to me, let me see what you can keep doing. Um, he has reportedly worked on the changeup. He says he wants to incorporate and use it more, which that has been the case. Uh, he comes a, a bit of a pedigree. I mean, when he was with the Marlins, he was their number 11 prospect at the time with them. Uh, he was, in their system, ready the best uh, pitchers for control, right? He had the best control in their farm system. So, like, there's some some qualities long, long, long time ago about him that you can appreciate. Um, when you look at his career, the changeup, he was first using it in 2017, 12.7%. 2018, he's using it 12.3%. So, really nothing at all. Mainly fat, uh, the four seam, four seam, four seam heavy. And right now he's mixed it up. So this season he's using the change up 34% of the time, the four seam are 32. So, Jim, I think you made a joke about this. <laughs> also, I'll give you credit, but like he's using the change up more. So theoretically, is the fastball now the change up? As you said. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's here's the perfect example of that. There's the case. His change up is his featured pitch. The fastball is like the, the, the off speed per se, um, but it's been very effective. So, I mean, the whiff rate on it is 40%. Like, guys aren't hitting his changeup. They're, they're whiffing on it. They're missing it. He's using it the most. So, how does this work out the rest of the season? Does this sustain, albeit it's probably going to be three more starts for him, you know, with that? Um, because there's a really a chance this, this rotation next year, no one's locked in. It, it could feature Dylan Peters. So, and with all the crunches... Does Dylan Peters hang around? This could be a big uh, 22 game stretch for him. Pass. Pass. Not interested whatsoever in Dylan Peters. Will Crow or Dylan Peters? Neither. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Shelby Miller. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing here's here's the thing with Peters. Like you, everything you said was is true, right? Everything you said is true. But he's 29 years old. <laughs> um, as you mentioned, I, I think 
the reason why the changeup isn't being hit right now is because, you know, maybe hitters don't know that he's going to throw it half the time yet. And like once they figure that out, he's just going to get crushed like he always has been his entire career. So, Um, and that's perfectly fine. That's why I want to see it because in the next 22 games, right? That happens. I know. Let's move on. But if he's still doing it, yeah. it's sustaining. Now I have a little bit of intrigue in him. And also, his okay. curveball. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> curveball is pretty nice, too, although he doesn't throw it at all. I think I personally think you should have taken Chad Cool and piggybacked off my pick. You know what? I didn't because we would have made fun of you. Um, well, part, partly that. But partly, too, is I don't think it's going to change much. You know, like to see Chad Cool do whatever, like I, he could go scoreless the rest of the year. I don't think it's going to change much for uh, me, anyone. Like going into this offseason, it's still just whatever. I don't think he becomes trade bait at the, you know, at the winter meetings because of the next few games. Because also, look, think about this too. Also, he had a really bad outing uh, as his reliever, you know, so like. He's not going to, as a reliever, give you like this, oh, you know, as a starter, he had a four-point, whatever it was, ERA, but as a reliever, he had like a .096. And, you know, here you go. Let me present this Chad Cool to you. To me, I don't think there's much that could change my perception right now of Chad Cool, which is already high. So (laughs) higher than most, I'll put it that way. Not high, but higher than U2s for sure. Yeah, I just don't give a shit about Bill and (laughs) All right. I, I, I don't want to. Wa- I I don't want to. Wa- I don't care to watch four innings of two run ball <laughs> with four strikeouts and two. Well, not four strikeouts. That's way too many. With like three strikeouts and two walks. And, and so here's the other thing. Yeah, I know. It, I know this was a huge issue for him. And albeit small sample, gotta keep saying that it is small sample. But he hasn't been getting up the, the long ball in PNC. And it actually has come down in Indy when he's, he was with them, too. So, again, little, little intrigue. He's on, he's on my radar of the 60 guys that are competing for the 40-man roster next year. Which includes Marcano. Marcano or Peters. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's I don't go. Give a shit about Let's Bill go. Peters. Jim's pissed. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I it is uh back to Tyler right. hitter. We went through our three pitchers. <clears throat> I guess I gotta do it. I'm taking Brian Reynolds. He's the only reason this team has been watchable this year. I know Donardo's gonna give me a scowl, but look down the list of guys we have to choose from on this major league roster. Jim already took one. What do you That's need useful. to see from Brian Reynolds? I don't need to see anything. I want to see more just because he's enjoyable to watch. Nobody else is. Look down the lineup. They all suck. Like hidden in this absolutely awful pirate season, there's been one bright spot and it's Brian Reynolds putting up one of the best seasons a pirate has put up in the last probably uh, 25 years. We'll go there. One of. Uh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll get it. Not the best, no. Giles and Kutch had their years, but aside from them, he's putting up one of the best. There's one reason to watch this team, and he's the only thing that makes this team watch. Hard to argue. Are you not entertained? By the rest of that lineup, hell no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what else can we say about Reynolds at this point? Awesome, it's an awesome year. Um, he's better than Andy. I mean, the, you could say that the numbers that the numbers that he is putting a good up trade. right now. You could say that, Jim. You, know, you could say that. Jim. No one you could say it was a good. No trade. one has had a season Jim. like this Jim. since Andrew McCutcheon, right? Mm. So he, the guy who was traded for him, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just ignored it. You'll just not. <laughs> you'll just never. You'll never appreciate that trade. I get it, Mister Andrew McCutcheon, Junior. You know what the Joe Musgrove trades like? 
when you guys said uh, Bednar's having a good year, it's like if Kyle Crick would have had a good career and Brian Reynolds would have been awful. Don't care if the reliever's good. Well, no, no. I mean that that's absolutely fair. That that is like obviously you're trading you're trading Musgrove. You want more than Benar. You can say Benar is having a good season and Benar looks legit. So there's one plus. The rest is unknowns. We don't really know yet. But if that is what it pans out to be, then yes, it would be like trading Andrew McCutcheon and getting Kyle Crick, a better version of Kyle Crick, and no Reynolds. Okay. All right, Jim, you can go again. Jim just wants to get out of here. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't have anything to add. That's all. Um, There's not much to add on Brown Reynolds. He's good. My player, I mean, we talk, another guy who's really the only reason to work to watch this team, Key Brian Hayes. Um, we, we've talked a lot about just how amazing he is defensively. We talked on Starbucks about how you know, he's not even having that great of an offensive season. I think he's right around 90 weighted runs created plus somewhere in that area, 92. Um, but, you know, even with that, he's on a two and a half win pace, right? Being a below league average hitter. So what I want to see the rest of this month, I will say this. First off, I love leadoff Q. Brian Hayes. I love him in the leadoff spot. Keep him there. Um, he's actually, I mean, it's only been what four games now, Okay. but he is, he has performed in each and every one of those four games. He's getting on base. He's got a 444 on base percentage. Um, and, re- and really you look at the way the offense says we've actually looked half decent, you know, with, with him there in the leadoff spot. So keep him at leadoff. I want to see that. Um, it also gives him, you know, as many at bats as possible. Um, but I would love to see him start driving the ball more. I mean, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Hopefully, you know, we're, we're further past this hand injury. Hopefully he keeps feeling better and better. He needs to get his slugging percentage up. And by doing, in order to do that, he needs to drive the ball, which he is not doing right now. Um, he's just, uh, he, he's, he's not, the, the launch angle isn't there. He's not hitting line drives. He's not barreling up balls because he's hitting everything into the dirt. So I, I, I need to see Key Brian Hayes finish this year strong, finish the year like, you know, how we saw him at the end of last year or we saw him in spring training this year where he was just driving the ball. I want to see him drive the ball to end the year to give me a little bit, you know, of a good feeling heading into the offseason and into next year because I, I truly think Key Brian Hayes is a better hitter than what he's shown right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I want him to I want him to show it these last few weeks. I really regret my like first two weeks of baseball when I was talking about how amazing Cabrian Hayes is after my long, probably like year stretch of saying slow down on the bat because I was just grasping for any hope. <laughs> but truthfully, there's just so much work to be done with that bat. He pounds the ball into the ground. At some point, we're going to learn how to use a heat map of the strike zone and figure out where he can actually hit the baseball because we had a nice little text conversation and no one understanding what we were looking at. <laughs> it just didn't it's make sense. so weird, though. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I said in that chat, too, I was like, it made me, I actually questioned, I was like, wait a minute, is Hayes lefty? I was like, no, he's not. Like, wait, he's not. Like, that's correct. (laughs) But just looking at his swing, he's just so off balance with everything. And I know he drives when he's on, he's driving the ball the other way. But the league has adjusted to him and you he's he's had ample time to adjust back. We really just got to see it. And maybe he just needs to go to his brother and get some hitting tips. You think Charlie can help him out? If not, I'll just complain about everyone else. So, <laughs> I hate to be the new hitting coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with everything that you said, Jim. I unfortunately have my doubts that that will transpire over the next, you know, 22 games. But I would certainly want to see that. Um, it just doesn't seem that's the that's the direction it's going. 
But, 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 I'm all for leadoff Cabron Hayes. I like it. I like it. He's he's effective. It's not by any change. It doesn't seem, at least, it's by any change he's made. Right? It's still pounding the ball into the dirt for the most part. But the hits are there so far. Um, I like it. Hey, you got a stolen base the other day, too. Yeah, keep him there. I said, I, there's more to that bat than there is. The, the thing, like, we, we talk about the bat. There's a lot of work that he's done, but he's still hitting the ball hard. Like, if you look at that, like, he is still hitting it hard. He's just driving it right into the ground. So we just need we just need to change where he's hitting it. Um, so, so, yeah, that, that's the thing with him. He's got to drive the ball. Yeah, the swing, and miss, the swing and miss isn't terrible. I mean, Mm-mm. there definitely is something there. They need to hire. They need to find someone to fix it. Yep. Because if Cabrian Hayes is out there putting up two win seasons and it's all defense, Just it's really. Imagine. Oh God, that's not fun. I don't want to. No, it, was, it'll was, be like it'll be like Polanco. Just imagine if he does have the good bat. If he's put up two worst seasons with the glove. Just yeah. Imagine. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking at a five-six win player. Right. With if he just like puts up Pablo Sandoval type numbers at the plate. Which year? <laughs> the good year. Okay. He's like, quite I'm the talking anomaly 115 too. to 120. All right. Yeah, I'm with that. All right. So I guess we'll move on to me. I can wrap this up. My my guy I'm picking is Colin Moran. Um, it, I mean, it still does go with my theme here. Like I said, uh, for the most part, I've seen what I want to see out of most players, right? Unless there's like a shortened season or you're new. And Comran kind of fits that. He's had the injuries. It's been a bit of a shortened season for him. Um, it, it's funny. I know, Jim, I think on Twitter you you joked about this. The, the Pirates Twitter account posted out that the Comran's on a tear. Uh, I, I don't know so much about a tear, but <laughs> he isn't terrible. So that's a good thing. Uh, since he's come <laughs> Since he's come back from the IL... He does have a 107 weighted runs created plus. So he's 7% above average, right? He's batting 271, 427 slugging. He's got four home runs, three doubles, and 107 plate appearances. So by no means is he bad. I, I just also wouldn't identify that as a tear, right? You're, you're average. Congrats. <laughs> but anything that looks average right now for the Pirates is pretty exciting. Um, but, but here's the thing. Uh... There's been a lot of talk and debate about Colin Moran, right? Like, what's his future for the Pirates? We had it early on this season. We've talked about it a little later. I see it a lot on Twitter. Like, is this guy part of the future? Are you okay with releasing him, finding something else? And even, like, with uh, Yoshi, like, you and I, Jim, talked about it on, like, Starbucks. If you are to make the decision right now and you had to choose one or the other, who would you pick? And I think both of us said Yoshi for the same reasons, that because he at least presents intrigue and interest. He... He could give you more. He could give you less. We know what Moran is, and he's kind of just stable. So I would like to see Moran actually go on that tear to end this season and maybe give us some hope going into 2022 because he had a fantastic 2020 season. At the beginning of this year, before he went to the IL, very similar, 122 plate appearances opposed to 107. But... 121 rated runs created plus a 468 slugging. Like he looked good. It looked like a carryover from 2020. And you're saying, wow, like this is the new and improved Carl Moran. Heads to the IL, has all these issues. He's still productive. It's not as if he's like looked terrible. Like we're talking about Cabron Hayes. It's not like Moran has come back and looked like Hayes. But it would be nice to see him maybe get that power back, right? Maybe get the hitting a little bit better. So you can hit a 2022 and maybe feel like, you know, Carl Moran can be a good player. Let's keep him here, and maybe he can be a very productive first base next year when all the injuries and everything goes behind him. And th- that's why I say about Moran. Tyler shaking his head. Pass. I don't Pass. need a first base with a 107 WRC plus. What about a 121? Eh, I think about it, but he won't do that. But what if he did? <laughs> but he won't. We doing like night at the Roxbury? Sure. <laughs> um, um, 
I think when it comes to Moran, yeah, you definitely, I mean, you would rather see him end hot than cold. I, I do think we're to the hot point, take. though. I do think we're to the point, though, where, like, he is what he is. And what he is is an average to slightly above average hitter who really can't play defense. <laughs> so, <laughs> or run. Or run. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or, oh, it's, with no power. So it's like, what are we really doing here? I, I'm, a, I'm a full proponent in, you know, Colin Moran's probably on this team next year. Like, he doesn't suck, <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> He's just not good either. Like he's just a guy who will do the job and he won't suck at it. You know, I mean, he's so, like, he's like a purgatory first baseman. Right. Yeah. I mean, w- when it comes to first baseman, we've had a lot of bad luck. So, I mean, he may even, he looks like he's on a tear all the time because our first baseman typically <laughs> terrible. Well, oh, Moran's probably like the second best first baseman we've had in 10 years. I guess yeah, because Kevin Young <laughs> called Moran. <laughs> it's but, like the one year of Garrett Jones. Right. Call him around. <laughs> so I, I think he is what he is, but like you mentioned, I'd rather, yeah, let's see him. Let's see him end the year. Like he started the year. That would be, that would be good to see, I guess. Ah, Pirates first baseman really have sucked. Haven't they? Marta? S- slight tangent. No, you got the wheel spinning slight tangent. Calm has gotten true. Is it fair to say Calm has gotten some hate? And it is 10 years of Pirates, right? Like, he sucks. Comran, blah, blah, blah. Of course, a lot of it's probably tied with the cold trade. But regardless, he's probably gotten a lot more hate than love. Is that fair, you think? Comran on the 2000. Maybe not hate, but just like he's not a good player. I don't think anybody appreciates him, but I don't know if he's done anything. I know where you're going, Donardo. Better, better where you're going. Calm yeah. ran on the 2013 Pirates. <laughs> like <laughs> he would have been a very good role player on that team. Like he, because there were, there were enough other pieces. They might have beat the Cardinals. That's like that's where I'm going with this. As much I think appreciate is a better word. Appreciate not so much hate. I don't think he's appreciated much. But on a terrible team as the Pirates, right? He's not appreciated. I would starve to have Colin Moran on those pirate teams. <laughs> that's like that's that's where we're at in those pirate teams, I feel. Well, Clint Hurdle would have still thrown out like Gabby Sanchez every like third day. Because here's he loves his cl- platoons. Here's the thing with Gabby Sanchez. He, he actually was I know we hit lefties. Well, no, Gabby, Gabby yeah, I know he had like a 110, 109 WRC plus, something like that. 118, 118. So, like, Gabby Sanchez in 2013 was better than Colin Moran's ever done. <laughs> yeah, but he was specifically used against lefties. All right. So, what if you had a, yeah, Gabby Sanchez? So, instead of Garrett Jones or, you know, whoever, then, you know, you just had Colin Moran, you had, there's been no difference. Yeah, but now we're getting back into my 2013 arguments, and I hate platoons. They bore me. They annoy me. Because then we're subbing, and then at the end of the game, we end up with a sucky first baseman like some scrub Sean Rodriguez. Yeah, I know he wasn't on the team then, but he's the first name that came to my mind. Josh Harrison. Was terrible in 2013. In 2013, that's probably who it was. It was either Josh Harrison or Brandon Inge. There, okay, Brandon in. There you go. Brandon Inch did not last too long. No. Did he make it? He didn't make it out of May, did he? Brandon Inch played 50 games in 2013. So, so he didn't make it out of May then, right? Yeah. Yeah, one game where he had a home run. I remember that. <laughs> the ladies like them. 2013. 2013. Garage, that was when they traded for him more now. Yeah. But in 2012, I could tell you Clint Barnabas played a game at first base. Well, extra innings. So so then 2014, Ike Davis, Ishikawa, oh God. Gabby Sanchez. Jesus Christ. All right. So then fine. Let's let's pinpoint the 2014. So I apologize. Right. I was a year too early. Because 2014, Gabby Sanchez, no bueno. 
93 way to runs created plus. To be fair, Ike Davis was pretty close to Colin Moran. Pretty close. He's like, he was a 108. Yeah. He walked a lot. They're pretty much the same player. He walked. Actually, I didn't realize how much Ike Davis walked until I'm looking at right now. Yeah, he just gave up on hitting home runs. He really did. So 2014, I would take Colin Moran. Okay. Hello, okay. it took taking him in 2015 when Pedro was making 18 errors a game. Also that. Let's move on. We're why do we have to go back? Pirates had good season in the back. Why do we always go back and reflect poorly when we're already miserable about this season? Like, let's not go back and like enjoy the past. Like, oh, the Pirates are good in 13. Let's talk about the good stuff. Like, we're going back and just like making ourselves miserable even more <laughs> about the How good about season. stuff's always ruined. How about today? Today is the eighth year anniversary of the Pirates' 82nd win in 2013. Ended the 20-year drought. Very nice. We should be celebrating that. And yet we're just excited that we're 22 games away from this that was season ends. I was 19 year old, 19 years old, and that was my first winning season. I'm so sorry. Yep. First winning season of your life. Yep. 2013. Yeah. Young, immature, naive Tyler, 19 years old. Angry. What did you think about the future of the Pirates at that time? <laughs> this, at that point, I was oh, at this, that point, I was buying into what Huntington was spilling. I was gonna say this just because everything else coming. hadn't worked. No, not a dynasty. Just I was buying into the race philosophy. Yeah, yeah, we gotta trade them all. Just gotta keep trading them. Wheel them deal, and then that didn't work. Well, but any, did you guys have any honorable mentions? Honorable mentions of what people we want to see? Yeah. I mean, the mentions that we just mentioned weren't really honorable, but so I don't know. <laughs> so I do slightly want to see a little more Michael Chavis. I know he's bad. Mm, I mean, it's fair. I'm, a, I'm okay seeing a little more out of him in hopes that literally my top hopes for him or that he maybe turns into an Odor in his good years. And that's a very far-fetched dream. But the Pirates have no power. I mean, the Yankees apparently feel like they need an Odor, so I guess I can accept that. I'm just going to latch on to anything with power that this team has. For an Austin Davis, I'll take an Odor. We're not going to get an Odor out of that, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That's a good, a good honorable mention. And obviously, like none of us said Keller, but it would be cool if Keller could string some good starts together. <laughs> I don't think he's looked bad in his last two. I mean, he doesn't look terrible, but like I, I would, I would like to see him like finally take the next step. But who knows if that's ever gonna happen? Baby steps, Jim. To, to go on with the honorable mention and baby steps, I guess the baby steps with Keller is he's not really dancing and throwing a bunch of balls like he's his hitting the strike zone. So maybe if we are talking baby steps, he's taking some. But um, also, the way I look at it, he's got like three starts left. He's got a bad one. So two are going to be good. One's going to be bad anyway. So he probably will finish the season on a better note than a worse note because of his trajectory. I mean, he's not walking and he's striking out pretty much one per inning. So... That's a little slightly encouraging, even though it's been against it is. awful teams. Baby steps. I'm all good with it right now. I don't really have an honorable mention. I'd also <laughs> like to watch a little bit Luis Oviedo a little bit more. I just think the stuff plays. Yeah. I want to see a little. I want to see a little bit more out of him. To me, I feel like just just get this season over with. Get him in the minors next year, yeah. and like let me see what he really does and then come up. It's not that I'm over him and think he's done. He's, he's garbage and he stinks. It's just, I don't think this year is going to change or do anything for me. Just right out of the 22 games that you need to do to keep him, and then make him like a real actual player next year, wherever he goes. You think he goes yeah. back to being a starter? I would. I, I want to see why not. If Blake Searlin's going to start, I don't see why you wouldn't start him. He actually was a starter. <laughs> 
<laughs> and has stuff that yeah. can play as a starter. So I would say so. Yeah, I'd probably do the same. Where do you think he starts? Altoona, probably. Yeah, probably don't. Kind of my thought. I mean, he's only going to be, what, 22? He's 22 right now. Well, yeah, turned 22 during the season. So it's, it's technically his. No, I guess, yeah. So he'll be 23 next year. Yeah. So throw him in Altoona, put him in the Altoona rotation, see what happens. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Though that That's rotation might have like a nine man yeah. rotation, I feel. <laughs> Just piggyback everybody. There you go. No relievers. <laughs> Who needs them? <laughs> I like it. Is it no relievers or everyone's a reliever? All right. <clears throat> Jim's angry. He's still seeding. This has gone over an hour. He's missing his <laughs> his his football time. I am not seeding. Yes, you are. You're pissed, Jim. Don't let I the listeners not. don't don't fool the listeners. You're so angry right now. <laughs> You're right. I'm so mad. All right. So we'll get out of here. We'll be back next week when there's like 17 games left. So we'll talk to you then. Not that anyone's counting. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Cyber Scouts. See you guys.